You are about to listen to Pastor E.A. Adeboy's ministration at the 2022 annual convention themed Perfect Jubilee. This ministration is brought to you courtesy of Central Parish Radio's podcast. God bless you as you listen. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information about our podcast and radio channel.
let's lift our hands to the most high God and bless the King of Kings. Bless the Lord of Lords. Bless the ancient of days. Give glory to the God of Jubilee. Praise Him. He's worthy to be praised. Magnify His holy name. Worship Him. He is the ancient of days. There is no one like him. Give him glory, give him honor. Give him adoration. He's worthy, he's worthy to be praised. Adore him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Savior. Oh, glory be to your holy name. Thank you, Father. May your name forever be glorified. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord God Almighty, you're worthy to be praised, you're worthy to be adored, you're worthy to be magnified. Thank you, Lord. mighty name we have worshipped now I want you to lift your voice to the almighty God and say father please remember me tonight go ahead talk to the almighty God remember me tonight Almighty God, please remember me tonight. Remember me tonight. In your own wonderful way, in your own miraculous way, please. Remember me tonight. Remember me tonight. 
Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. That was slain. Worthy.
Holy One of Israel, the Lord God Almighty, the Lord of hosts, mighty in battle, King of glory, unchangeable changer, the one who can never fail, the one who speaks and it is done. The Alpha, the Omega, the one who is coming again. Oh, accept our worship in Jesus' name. <laughs> Father, we thank you for all you've done. And we thank you for what you're about to do. We thank you in advance, even for tomorrow. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Tonight, Lord, please do something new. Do something special. Do something unforgettable. Please remember us tonight. Remember us for good. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Unless someone shout hallelujah. Now I want you to shake and withdraw three people, prophesy to them and say, God will remember you tonight. Let's be seated, please. Um, very quickly, let me give you some reports. Uh, quite incredible. <laughs> Today, God added 14 children to us. Eleven boys. And three girls. So now the total is 39 babies. 26 boys and 13 girls. Let the boys shout, praise the Lord. <laughs> and let the girls shout, hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I think the boys mean business this time round. Glory be to God. Now yesterday, I deliberately did not give you the sanitation report. You know, we are very, very particular about keeping the campground spotlessly clean. Everywhere, including your dormitories, must be kept spotlessly clean. 
because the Almighty God is walking in our midst. Yeah, clap so that the engineers will know that we are not hearing them very well. Today, I'm going to be gracious again. I will only mention those who are very clean. But as from tomorrow, I will be mentioning those who are very dirty. First, in cleanliness, as of today, is Lagos Province 22. Second, is Lagos Province 15. And, uh, okay, these people are also second, and that will be Federal Capital Territory Province 10. I'm not going to mention the dirty ones because uh, the dirty seem to be very close to me. <laughs> so I will keep quiet tomorrow and then tomorrow we will begin to mention those who are first from the bottom and so on and so forth. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, the new arena will be open for ministrations. Even though we will still be here, but those of you who will want to watch from the new arena can begin to do so from tomorrow. Before we go to the Word of God, and uh, if you are not hearing clearly, you can let the engineers know so they come and help you. I want to bring forward the, our speakers. They are not guest speakers because they are part and parcel of us. So I will ask that our speakers will please come forward so they can at least wave at you and you wave at them. I believe they've already started ministering to you and they will continue to do so. So please let our speakers come forward and clap for them as they come. Is that all you can do for those who will be teaching? <laughs> Amen. Now they will just, as usual, they will introduce themselves and uh, just say, God bless you or something. Over to you. Praise the Lord. My name is Pastor Yerima El Samaila, 
Faith Foundation Ministries, MENA. <clears throat> Our subject is perfect restoration, complete restoration. And, uh, the Lord bless you. May the Lord restore you. The Lord restore all of us this happy jubilee in Jesus' name. Pastor Shade El Samaila, complete restoration. Barkan Kudezua. Pastor Fumi Aronsiola, I'm standing in for my husband, Reverend Dr. Moses Aronsiola of Getsiman Prayer Ministries, Ibado. Pastor Mrs. Chinyere Uzodima Obed, Glory Tabernacle, Ibado. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah! Pastor Bamadeli Sturdivant will be talking with you about living life without limits. Praise the Lord. My name is Pastor Kunle Adishino. I'm speaking on perfect peace. Praise the Lord. I am Lanri Adeboye, Living Seed Ministries, Ogumosho. Pastor Adeni Daniel from Avekuta. God bless you. Solomon Adebara, Fountain of Grace Ministries, speaking on perfect wholeness. Let somebody shout hallelujah. My name's uh, Prophet Isa El Buba from the city of Jos. I will be speaking on complete gospel. Tonu Chineke. Charles Achonwa is my name. Hallelujah. Joseph Adeodola here. Speaking on new beginning. God bless you. Well, let's give the Lord a big round of applause for our speakers. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1. Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the year draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. First and foremost, before I go to the 
message for tonight. I want to thank the Almighty God for everyone who sang tonight. The choir from Uganda. Please take my greetings to Papa and Mama, the President and the First Lady of Uganda. Tell them we love them and we are praying for them. That beautiful choir from the Northern Zone. That was great. The mass choir, of course. Everybody knows that they are the best in the world. And then, the royal choir. <laughs> Definitely, this is a new beginning. Sabiasis, <laughs> your joy has just started. In your domain, miracles will be a daily occurrence. It shall be well with you all. Yesterday, we were addressing the children. Today, we want to address the youth. And by my definition of youth, which I'm sure you know, if you are younger than I, you're a youth. If you are older than I, you are old. Since I'm only 80 years old, all the youth in attendance tonight shout hallelujah. <laughs> and I say, let the elders those who are older than I, they just say, Amen. Uh, <laughs> Glory be to God. I have a duty as your, as your daddy to tell you the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth. If you don't hear it from me, you are not likely to hear it from any other source. It is my duty as your daddy to prepare you for what God is about to do. Friday will soon come. 
and several people who had not been here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday will be around. And believe me honestly, as surely as God is still on his throne, Friday will be awesome. There will be perfect jubilee. <laughs> but then, what exactly do we mean by perfect? We mean without any flaw at all. And of what use is Jubilee if it is not perfect? Of what use is Jubilee if you get it on Friday and lose it on Saturday? Of what use is a miracle if it doesn't last? That's why the text is saying to those of us who are young, remember now thy Creator. You see, everybody knows that wounds can heal. But almost invariably, the wound that have been healed might leave behind a scar. In Second Samuel chapter 12 from verse 1 to 14 Second Samuel chapter 12 from verse 1 to 14 when the prophet came and confronted David. David, you the beloved of the Lord, you did this, you committed adultery, you killed the husband of the woman, and then brought the woman home to cover everything. You did this, you are done for. David said, oh God, I blew it. So all the time God was watching me. Ah, I have sinned. 
Immediately the prophet said, All right, you've admitted your error. You are forgiven. You will not die. But the sword shall never leave your house. David was forgiven. He even went ahead to become the father of the king of kings. Batmos said, David, Jesus, thou son of David. But have you ever seen a whole year pass? without one kind of problem or the other in Israel? The wound may heal, but the scar may remain. Why should you, young man, young woman, Remember your creator now. In the days of thy youth. Because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 9 Ecclesiastes 11 verse 9 He said, Rejoice, O young man in thy youth let your heart cheer thee rejoice walk in your ways walk in the ways of your eyes whatever your eyes see go ahead enjoy yourself man so better remember for everything you are doing now God is going to bring you to judgment. I've had parents say, Leave my children alone. Let them sow their own wide oats. They forget that if you sow wide oats, you will reap what? Wide oats. You want to copy others? You think we are too restrictive? In the redeemed Christian Church of God, <laughs> some of us have walked this way before you. Some of us have touched fire. 
and we have discovered fire can burn remember thy creator now in the days of thy youth if you blow it jubilee can bring restoration but uh, Yeah, that's how they say. They beat me, but I didn't feel the pain. They say it is better that you are not beaten at all. Take the example of Esau. Genesis 25 from verse 28 to 34. Genesis 25, 28 to 34. couldn't control his appetite and because of that he sold his birthright you know the story in Genesis 27 from verse 1 to 40 Genesis 27 from verse 1 to 40 when it was time for him to get the blessing that belongs to the firstborn he was denied somewhere along the way I, and I don't have the time to tell you the story but somewhere along the way he had a jubilee he prospered mightily so mightily that if you read Genesis 32 from verse 3 to 8 Genesis 32 from verse 3 to 8 when the fellow who, who got the blessing was returning home and sent to tell Esau, I'm coming, Esau sent back to him to say, Yeah, you're welcome. I'm returning to meet you with 400 bodyguards. Wow, that man must have prospered. Because I remember the first time that the head of state of this nation, the first time a head of state visited the camp here, he came with 250 bodyguards. Because it's a program taking place at night in an open place. <laughs> in the in a crowd of hundreds of thousands, that's what we call a perfect crisis situation. But he wanted to come, so he came with 250 bodyguards. Esau had 400 bodyguards. That man was great. But 
According to Genesis chapter 32, it was Jacob who became a nation. Genesis 32, from verse 24 to 28. Yes, Esau also became great. But the sky remained till today. Consider Solomon. In 1 Kings chapter 1, from verse 5 to 49, 1 Kings chapter 1, 5 to 49, somebody tried to steal the kingdom of Solomon. He had gathered together his people, he had proclaimed himself king. And then the prophet and the mother of Solomon went into King David. And King David restored to Solomon what he had lost. I pray for you from the bottom of my heart. Everything anybody has stolen from you, my God will restore. And then Solomon remembered God in his youth. In Second Chronicles chapter one, verse six to twelve. Second Chronicles one, six to twelve. God, you did this for me. Ah, I will show you how grateful I am. Even though I, I, I'm not clever, even though my father happened to be an adulterer and a murderer, my mother is an adulteress of the worst type that brought death to her husband. You see, made me king. Oh God, I'm grateful. So he offered to God a thousand burnt offerings. And God visited him. He said, boy, what do you want? Ah, give me wisdom. Give me understanding. So I'll be able to rule your people correctly. God said, fine. What do I ask for? You can have it. And what you have not even asked for, I will add. Solomon had a jubilee and remembered God. He became so wise that people became afraid of his wisdom. First Kings chapter 3, from verse 16 to 28. First Kings 3, 16 to 28. You remember the story? Two halos came to him. Both of them had a son around the same time. One of the sons died. And they came to the king to say, Hey, they tell me who is the, whose son died. He wasn't there. 
equipment is of the problem. The Bible said when the nation heard of his wisdom, they were afraid. They asked for wisdom, God gave them generously. But then, when the Bible says, remember thy creator in the day of your youth, I'm sure you know that the opposite of remember is forget. So remember means don't forget. That's why David wrote in Psalm 103, you can read it from verse 1 to 5, Psalm 103 from verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all these benefits. Why must you remember God and not forget Him? Because when Jubilee comes, <laughs> blessings unimaginable always follow. Mark my word. Your success does not depend on the situation in your nation. It doesn't matter what is happening in the economy of your country. When God decides to bless you, when he opens a door, nobody can shut it. There's someone listening to me now. The future seems to be very bleak. Pay attention to the words of the song that we have been singing. Right now, some of you might say there's no future. Uh. <laughs> Unless it is not God that sent me. When your jubilee comes, success in every area of life I can assure you, you will testify. And God said in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11 to 20, Deuteronomy 8, 11 to 20, say, hey, hey. He said, when you begin to prosper, 
when you begin to eat fruits that we didn't even plant when you begin to dwell in houses you did not build he said when everything begins to go well don't forget don't get to a stage where you begin to say it is my ability that got me thus far it's my education it's my connections he said don't forget that it is God who gives you power to get wealth he said because if you forget this is my translation I will show you that the white man who made pencil also made the eraser. The Bible says clearly, God knows how to lift up and he knows how to bring down. He knows how to open and he knows how to shut. And when he shuts, no man can open. When God is on your side, you just keep on winning. The Bible says, you are even more than a conqueror through him who loves you. One of my sons, A professor, a vice chancellor of a university. You need to watch him dance when he's praising God. He would dance like a baby. Like I told you yesterday, one of the signs of being a true child of God is you can <laughs> you can praise him. because he has God supporting him someone powerful said we will remove him the one who said we will remove him removed himself anyone who wants to block your way We give you a beautiful testimony. But God says, when you begin to prosper, when your jubilee begins to manifest, remember now thy Creator. Forget not all His benefits. You see, because <laughs> according to First Kings chapter eleven, from verse one to four, First Kings eleven one to four, Solomon forgot. He remembered at the beginning 
بده چرو مانی هست کم فیب هست کم ویزم is talked about all over the world people came from all over the world to come and learn at his feet and then he began to marry wives among those people that the almighty God said don't marry these people he married them and you know the result in the same first king chapter 11 from verse 9 to 11 first kings 11 9 to 11 the almighty god who loved him turned around and began to hate him he even told him so i will tear the kingdom away from you And at the end of his life, in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, from verse 1 to 2, Ecclesiastes 1 from verse 1 to 2, he concluded his entire life by saying, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. I pray to the Almighty God that every one of you, my children, you went well. brings me to one very important issue. Don't worry, I won't take too much of your time because we want to pray for some people tonight. Man is created with the ability to forget good things and to remember evil things it's in the nature of man man is created with a heart of stone that's what the bible says jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 Jeremiah 17 verse 9 the heart of man <laughs> is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked it's not just wicked desperately wicked the heart of man is wicked in such a manner as if to say that if it's not wicked it would die Then it brings us to something that people don't seem to teach anymore. Something called sanctification. So yesterday I spoke about salvation. I spoke about reconciliation. If you are bastarding, you come back to him. How do I, after this great event, that is knocking at my door called jubilee how do i maintain 
a good relationship with the Almighty God for the rest of my life. You must be sanctified. Your heart of stone must be replaced. Ezekiel 36 from verse 24 to 27. Ezekiel 36, 24 to 27. Tells us step by step. God says he will call you. He will wash you clean. That's salvation. Then he will remove that heart of stone from you and give you a heart of flesh. Then he will pour the Holy Spirit upon you. That's how we were brought up. Salvation, sanctification, and baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, all we hear about is salvation and the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We jump sanctification. But you can't jump sanctification if you are to end well. Oh, it's possible to build a house like this auditorium. Lay the foundation, that's salvation. Then go straight to the roof. And ignore walls. It has its purpose. God gave me the idea of a building like this. Because how are we going to air condition this kind of uh, building for this kind of crowd? Everywhere is a door. Everywhere is a window. Thank God for that wisdom. That's why as many as we are, by the special grace of God, all these years, we have never trampled on one another. Never. And we will never do so. Because if we turn this way and uh, the, the crowd is too much, hey, then you can come this way. Everywhere is a door. But you can't be living here. If we want to live, it has to be a house with walls and windows and locked doors. If you say you're a Christian and you are not sanctified, you are like a house without doors. And according to the elders, that is easy access to mad people. You must be sanctified. Meaning, your heart of stone must be removed today. Because if you prosper without sanctification, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 32, Proverbs 1 verse 32 says, 
the prosperity of fools we destroy them blessing can become a curse if that process called sanctification changing your heart of stone to a heart of flesh if that process is ignored I fear for you because blessings are coming your way but I don't want the blessing to turn around to become a curse in John chapter 5 from verse 2 to 14 John 5 2 to 14 Jesus healed a man who had been sick for 38 years free of charge he didn't even pray for it when when his day came he just had the jubilee and his health was fully restored and he was about to have a brand new beginning but Jesus met him in the temple and said all right oh, congratulations you've got your jubilee your health has been restored you can now have a new beginning but go and sing no more or else something worse will come upon you I can tell you several stories of those who had a jubilee and lost it. You know, somebody said, it's better never to have owned a car than to own one and then end up catching a bus. Because if you have never owned a, a car, huh, when you want to travel, what do you do? You go to a bus stop. And because, you, I mean, many a time you have to struggle to get into the bus, they trample on you. It's normal. But after, you, after you've owned a car and you had your own driver, if the tide turned, and you have to go and take a bus again that will never happen to you <laughs> and then somebody trample on you at the bus stop and you say ah, why are you trampling on me trampling my foot fellow will say you had the bus stop man what do you expect you say it's not your fault when I used to sit in my car, this kind of thing didn't happen. That will never be your story. That's why we're going to pray tonight. We're going to call on God to please remove anything that can spoil our jubilee. So one of the things, and this is very, very important, I hope you hear and I'm about to close. 
one of the things that lack of sanctification does to you that that heart of stone does to you is that you can't control your temper I don't know if you have noticed that nobody teaches a child to be angry. <laughs> when you see a child get angry, you will wonder, where do you learn that from? The heart of stone. So if you listen to me and you say, my only problem is that uh, when I get angry, <laughs> that's enough problem to destroy you. When you become sanctified and you get the heart of flesh, that which is in you that can turn your blessing to a curse will be gone. I will remind you of one story I told you before. Those of you who have had it before, it will be a good refreshment. Those of you who have never had it before, you will know why you must be sanctified. Why your heart of stone must be removed tonight. I told you the story, true story. Of a man who bought a brand new car, shining, beautiful, and the son took a piece of nail and went to the car and began to scratch something on the car, writing a message with the nail. The father came out. Ah! My new car? You are scratching it? Anyways, he happened to be a man of temper. And he looked for something to punish the boy with. The only thing he could find handy was a hammer. True story. You know when you are angry, you are temporarily mad. And he smashed the hammer on the hand of the boy. When the boy screamed, then it was then he suddenly realized, what have I done? Pick the boy. Rush the boy to the hospital. By the time the, the doctors took a look at the hand, there was nothing they could do other than to cut off the fingers. The following day, when he went to see the boy in the hospital, the boy said, Daddy, when will my fingers grow again? He couldn't answer. In deep sorrow, he came back home. 
and went to the car. What was it? This boy scratched on the car. He read it. The boy wrote, Daddy, I love you. He couldn't bear the pain. Daddy couldn't bear the pain. He went inside the room and committed suicide. There's something that can turn a blessing to a curse. You can't allow it to remain in you. We can't be even talking about sanctification anyway if, if you are not yet saved. You have to come to Jesus Christ first. Let him wash away your past sins and give you a new beginning. So maybe you were not here last night and you want to give your life to Jesus now. You want to surrender to him. Salvation must start before you can even talk of sanctification. So if you want to give your life to Jesus, I'm going to count from 1 to 12 tonight because I know the crowd has increased. But you must come very quickly because we still have one or two things we want to do. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come quickly. Come and surrender your life to him. Let him give you a new beginning. Let him wash away your past sins and uh, lay the foundation of a new life for you. I'm counting now. One. Two. The choice is yours. If you want to continue in your sin, no problem. You choose. Three. Thank you, those of you who are clapping. Your hands will never be empty. Four. Six. Seven.
Evet. Nein. Eleven. Okay, keep coming, keep coming. Those of us who are already in the front and those of you on the way, cry to Jesus Christ. Please save my soul. Every sin I've committed in the past, forgive. Let your blood wash me clean. I want to be a child of God. I want to live the rest of my life doing your will. Cry to the Almighty God and say, please save me. Give me genuine salvation. I want to be a true child of the living God. Those of you on the way, hurry up. And the rest of us, please, let's stretch our hands towards these people and intercede for them. Pray that the one who saved your soul will save their own souls also. That God will give them genuine salvation. Please pray for them. For just two minutes, intercede for them. And those of you on the way, hurry up, because I'm about to pray now. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Oh, Lord, thank you, Savior. Thank you, Savior. Keep coming if you're on the way, just keep coming. Make sure you get here before I finish praying. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Savior, I want to say thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for these people that have come forward to surrender their life to you. Father, please fulfill your promise that anyone who will come to you, you will know why cast out. Father, please receive them. Save their souls. Let your blood wash away their sins. Give them a new beginning. Give them the grace to serve you. Don't let them ever backslide. 
And from now on, any time they cry unto you, please answer them by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, congratulations to those of you who have given your life to Jesus tonight. I rejoice with you. And uh, I promise you that from now on, by the grace of God, I will be praying for you. So the counselors will give you a card which you are to fill very quickly and return it to them giving me your names, your address, and your prayer requests. And I promise you, I'll be praying for you. So let's do that one very quickly. Now the rest of us, I'm going to ask you to please stand on your feet and cry to God. I say, Father, Sanctify me holy. Anything that can destroy my jubilee. Father, wipe it away tonight. Please call on God now. Talk to him. Sanctify me, almighty God. Take away the heart of stone from me and give me a heart of flesh. Sanctify me holy. Anything that can destroy my jubilee. Let your fire consume me tonight. Take that heart of stone from me. Give me the heart of flesh. Give me the ability to live holy. Give me the ability to live pure. Sanctify me, almighty God. Don't let me continue to harbor that which can destroy my future. Father, please sanctify me holy. Sanctify me holy. Cry unto him. This is very important. Your future depends on it. Everything in me that is not of you, uproot it tonight. Sanctify me, Holy. Thank you, Father. 
Glory be to God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I'm about to pray for you now. But after that, I believe the Almighty God wants those who might be here who are barren that we should lay hands on them tonight. So after I've prayed for you, if you are trusting God for the fruit of the womb, you will come forward and the pastors will pray for you before you leave. And the rest of us, after I've prayed for you, if you want to leave, you can do so, but you must leave the front of the altar open. You, you pass through the other way so that those who are coming for prayers for the fruit of the womb will be able to come and be ministered unto. My Father and my God, I want to thank you for your word. You are the one who said our sanctification is your will. Please do it for us tonight. any form of behavior that we are still harboring that can destroy our future father destroy it today whatever it is in our lives that the enemy can then point to in the future and use against us. Father, destroy it tonight. <laughs> Sanctify us holy. <laughs> my Father, my God, before we wake up tomorrow, let us realize that the heart of stone is already gone. Please give us the heart of flesh. Give us the heart that can do your will. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let someone shout, Hallelujah. you were blessed by this podcast you can send feedback and inquiries to central parish radio at gmail.com do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes thank you